Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watch it now. We don't know if we like it. Is it for real? You're listening to Is It For Real? This is Philip and Katie and Bridget. And this week, uh, we're doing the uh, Coespo. I don't know comedy winters, no, winters winter sports comedy a we spoke co we spoke nice. co winter sports yeah. comedy uh cool runnings um and I was in charge of getting the intro this week and I didn't I totally <laughs> failed it's because but... you're selfish you wanted to, you wanted this to be about yeah. you <laughs> it's true but luckily we have like a very good reason although this I don't know if this was actually suggested but it's been on our mind and um it's been on our mind because today is the the first day of the 2022 winter olympics yeah beijing not calgary um but yeah what what better way to celebrate than a winter olympic movie uh cool runnings we discovered there weren't too many other winter olympic movie choices no kidding no no we've already done a few actually We've already done uh, Cutting Edge. We've done Aspen Extreme, although not totally Olympics. (laughs) I'm not Um, sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But there really isn't a lot um, that take place at the Winter Olympics. So listeners, if you have suggestions for um, what we should do in four years. I thought you were going to say like, listeners, if you're making a movie. Yeah, I was going to say Winter Olympics. If you're looking You've to got make time, a movie, you know. that's a category. There's a dearth of, of Winter yeah, Olympics. Yeah, you have four movies. more years. Although for yeah. us to do a newer movie, you also need to wrap it into oh, some sort right. of Christmas, uh, right? Oh, Christmas <laughs> at the Olympics. Just spitball. You don't have to use that. I do you need know, a writing credit. And then it would be a rose, a row with whoa spoke. A row, row, crow. Oh, a row, row, spoke, which is like a romantic what? comedy Excuse holiday you? sports okay. film. All right. Um, <laughs> but to be fair to us, our Christmas movie this year, we did think we're, was going to be a little more Winter Olympics-y. Uh, it was not. It was, was just, it was about a restaurant that overlooked a ski hill. Barely a snippet <laughs> of skiing. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but I, yeah, I'm personally very jazzed about the Winter Olympics. So it made me very jazzed that we were doing this movie this week. And I guess we can just uh, hop into our levels. Sure. Um, I was just going to add one more thing. This is movie from 1993. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Disney. A Disney it's production. A Disney production. When yeah. I told my mother, because I was down um, the beach watching this with uh, Jack L and Linda L. And so we all watched it together. And when I asked if they mind if we watched Cool Runnings, she had said, the original? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to make a joke one. that if you watch the 2018 uh, or original 1943 version, then you Wait, watch the wrong one. Is no, there, there's not. there can't be one. <laughs> the story hadn't happened yet. Well, right. Yes, of course. But I was like, well, yeah, I was like, did they make this? Like, yeah. So they have not yet. Um, but we should mention too that this year in the Olympics um, is the first time in many years that the Jamaican uh, team has a four person bobsled team, right? It's the first mm. time in, is it the first time since this film? First time since 93 or maybe it's first time since 98. Oh, we should know. That sounds better. That sounds more correct, I think. But I don't know. Hmm. We'll look it up and update people during the podcast. Um, So, oh man, I I think I'm going to make my level uh, dirt on your face. 
because for some reason I watched, I watched this film. I know I saw it in the theaters. I know I've seen it since I really liked it. I mean, we used to like sing that song that they sang to raise money, like definitely. And like bobsled time. And I'm pretty sure we would kind of just pretend to be a bobsled going down our sledding hill because mm-hmm. of this movie. It's very like this influential. Um, and the thing I think that I, I guess I just remember, I just, for some reason as a kid, when Doris is doing that run in the beginning, like the trials and he falls and all of that like clay sticks to his face. I think I had always run on like a rubber track. And so in my mind, it, I know that's a weird thing to have blown your mind about this movie, but I just remember him being sweaty and the clay to his face. And the only thing I could relate it to was like a clay tennis court, but I'd mm. never run on like a clay track like that before. And it just- Had you played on clay tennis courts? I had, <laughs> I had, but I had never, but seen, never tripped. I never, well, right. Like that's happened to me on a tennis court, but I was just like, oh my God, it tracked. I don't know. There's something about like the way the dirt was on the skin. That was just like, I don't know. I liked it and it shocked me and whatever. It's a weird level to have. I know, but <laughs> dirt on your face. <laughs> I think my level will be slumber party. I put this movie in the category of just uh, a, a movie I thought I had seen a lot oh. and knew, but only had really heard in the background at an early 90s slumber party multiple times. I think this was like a hot rental from Blockbuster because it was like PG and everybody was into its bobsled time. And I'm pretty sure I'd, I'd, I knew I, again, I know enough to talk about this in an improv scene, but I, when I was watching it, I was like, I don't remember any of this, none of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like watching it for the first time in a lot of ways, but um, yeah, I think it was on my memory, but very, 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 very fuzzy. So it was kind of like watching it again. New. Uh, my level will be that the Swiss are evil. Um, Cause I was yeah. sure through this whole movie that there was going to be a hard turn and the yeah. Swiss were going to turn, do something real bad. Like, oh, I don't know, yeah. mess with their sled or something like that. And I, I right. literally was just, oh, this, this scene's coming. I did not mm-hmm. come. Um, so I, I've seen this movie like once, probably right when it became a rental. And then maybe once a couple years ago. Um, but apparently I wasn't yeah. paying attention because really didn't know who the, the baddies were going to be. So, yeah. You'll probably hear me refer to the Swiss as the Germans the entire movie because I, even though they weren't the Germans, I just decided they were because I'm, unfortunately the Germans are often the the bad guys in these movies. And they, the accent was a little similar. Well, the East Germans right. were the bad guys in this movie. But and the West Germans Swiss, just weren't even there. I, I know. Phil, Phil was talking about the the sled and the team, like the red and white sled that like they're always coveting they're like yeah and they're still speaking german no but i know like who they swiss, are but it's like swiss german isn't it oh my gosh we have a we need the german corner desperately i know like the guy in the bar that's so mean to him he's yeah. east german yeah correct oh, oh i yeah. thought they were all german right you're like wrapping it all but like the swiss people i think are just perfectionists and they're what they're like wanting to be so there's almost like oh. two i know what you mean like they don't and i mean funnily enough i was reading about this movie and like that's one of the points that they were saying i think it was the actual swiss team that gave them their backup bobsled they said like 
in the real story, like when the Jamaican bobsled yeah, team got to the Olympics. Oh yeah, they embraced with open arms. It was like so exciting because it was their first time, and people were just like stoked and totally helping them out. So that is like such forced. a better story because like <laughs> oh, I know the fact that there's just so many mean white people with mullets in this movie is yeah. such a bummer. And like, well, you're like, why are you so mean? Like, yeah. Why does it matter if you're better than them? Why do you care? Right. I mean, it reminded me of necessary roughness. It's like the guy, this East German, but then at the end, the same guy starts the slow clap. Oh, I can't even <laughs> talk hey, about that. Save that for the final. <laughs> yeah. How, how dare you bring that slow clap up in the I'm, first 10 minutes I'm of so this sorry. podcast, Katie? Well, I was reading not, you know, no more slow clap. Spoilers, except spoiler, if that was the only one. Um, <laughs> the, uh, that um, while when they got to the Olympics, like they were embraced with open arms, but there was whatever the, whatever association is before that they did face, like they were kind of trying to keep them out. And I don't know if that was about race, if that was about Jamaica, if that was about who knows what politics, um, but I guess they did, but that was more on like this um like a committee level not like this individual athlete versus athlete thing or team versus team i guess sure. it's confusing speaking of of white people um there are a lot of them who created this movie mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like um like the music composer and the book writers yeah, Zimmer, and the right? director and the so yeah. it's it's a you know i think uh it's it's in a bit of a 1993 time capsule Yes. Yeah. Definitely way. a Disney movie. It's got yeah. a bunch of that. Um, this movie and... is merely a cartoon. Like when you're watching it, I think when it, I think it like as a live action film, it broke blockbuster. Like live action movies are always breaking the record because like Disney is mainly cartoons, I think. Mm -hmm. But like it, just the way it is, it's almost like everybody was directed to act like a cartoon. You know, it's yeah, just very everybody was cartoony. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Which it was originally written as a very serious sports movie when yeah. it was called Maga Blue. Right. Um, Maga? Which we had the word. Oh, yeah, uh, but M A A G A. Yeah, okay. which we had that word in Belize as well. It just meant skinny, like if girl, you Maga, it's like if right. you haven't been eaten. Um, yeah, that's what um, they would say. Nobody's ever said that to me. <laughs> Go to Belize, they probably will. <laughs> I might just go. <laughs> um, so should we, yeah, let's, let's get into it. We, we have, uh, we're starting with the sprinter, which is what you were talking about. Yeah. Katie. Rocks, rocks for starting blocks, rocks for starting blocks, running through the town. Um, and we're kind of like introduced to like the first character who is Dore uh, Doris, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which I got confused because the actor's name, he just goes by Leon. Right. So I was trying to click it and yes. just kept going to the character's name. It was like, what is going on? Leon Robinson. On yeah, IMDb, but I think it's he, just listed as Leon. Yes, I think oh. he professionally goes as Leon, which made articles confusing too, because I was like, oh. who is, I kept on thinking the person's last name was Leon and that they had mentioned him before <laughs> in the article. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. who, who Leon? What? On Wikipedia. Leon Robinson, maybe. Okay. So Doris is running through the town and we, we get this sort of like trope repeatedly of like the like more mature ladies of, of the town, like oh, yeah. talking about their bodies a lot. Mm -hmm. So they were talking about his butt um, and how much they liked it. Yeah. And uh, then we get to meet Dougie Doug. Yeah. Sanka, Sanka coffee. 
is his name. I did go double check because I was like, how tightly is this based off of the original story? And it is Lucy Goosey, Porgy Pie. Get into that now. Yeah, totally. Um, because that name, what is that name? Why? I mean, what's that name? My guess is know. the the idea was like, oh, we'll have somebody and their last name is Coffee, and then because of that, the the whole town knows him as Sanka Coffee. You know what I mean? Like it probably had some backstory that was like thirty seconds in the writer's room. I don't know. I will say that uh, I mean there was they grow coffee in Jamaica. They yeah. don't in Belize, but in Belize it was impossible to get real coffee, and you would just get if you asked for a coffee, you'd get a glass of hot water and sanka yeah and um yeah but the main thing is like they the jamaican bobsled splitters weren't sprinters they were all from the jamaican military Mm -hmm. uh, because no none of the sprinters wanted to do it Mm -hmm. and so they sort of recruited from that had the military recruit from there um yeah i guess it was inspired by a derby race like the guy It was two um, white guys, two white guys that kind of had this idea of like, oh my gosh, like, like Jamaican athletes are so talented. You could train them to do anything and they would win an Olympic sport. And then I think these guys were connected with the military and mentioned it. And that's how they got the military. One guy was a pilot, I think. But then I guess they got the idea for bobsledding by going to like the Blue Mountains uh, cart, like soapbox derby race or whatever which that looks awesome yeah Um, it's this very sort of mad max like the kid on front it sucks for them i don't know what's their job that's my first question was what does the person because it's not always a kid there was one of them that had like a large man on the front and i was like what what are they doing like what what is their job they're not even steering they're not braking I literally just assumed it's exactly like Mad Max. It's captured yeah. people that you're trying to terrorize. I don't know. It's <laughs> is that I what that dark. To weigh your car down. Uh, that poor like guitar player in Mad Max. It's just no. oh <laughs> no, <laughs> he has a huge backstory. He is there to inspire the troops. That uh, is but wild. Yeah, some of the wildest things I've uh, seen. The Doof Warrior, I believe you're referencing. Probably, yeah. Yeah. He's wearing his mother's skin on his face. Yeah, he's a psycho man. <laughs> but anyway, we can do that. Anyways, we digress. <laughs> yeah. um, the what? Because I I had it listed as soapbox box derby. It's not that. Push it's cart. push cart. Push cart. Yeah. Push yeah. cart derby. Right. That and you're we just get like pushing down the hills. For, we do get introduced to feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. It's push cart time. Mm-hmm. I know. I just thought about like. I mean, I guess in 1983 you could get away with saying that and not be like such a loser <laughs> like imagine pushing your car and like anything anything that you say it's like it's tennis time like oh god like god yeah. like, but like you, people were also saying like top that so you know that's what i mean 93 it might have been like the greatest were they bridget they were they all were <laughs> nice and i say that as a convert to uh mm-hmm. watch I just blanked on it. Um, we also get to Blair meet my no. my not so secret favorite character of this movie, who is Joy. Um, I love Joy. Yeah, I love Joy and Teresa's little beautiful home, and um, I want to know more about that relationship. And I have a lot of mean feelings about Teresa later on in this movie, oh, trying yeah. to raise money. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I guess we. The second half of this is like, yeah, these four men, these characters aren't based on anything but that there was four men like right correct they go into these backstories like they have relationships one kid's rich like all of it like ugh, yeah. it's just total total yeah. disney yeah yeah 
which that was actually one of my sister's questions because my sister um uh annie icu and carl l watched it uh apart like remotely so they watched Mm -hmm. it as well and her question was like just why we thought that they maybe they really did go way more into junior's background and the other three are just very superficial. Like they go way into Junior's family and his like father and he's going to have an internship in Miami. And it's like all about Junior overcoming his family stuff. And the other three, you just know kind of nothing about. It's interesting. Uh, you needed one story like yeah. that. Because he's and... the one that he was the only one that was going to not do it. Kind of. Because they they were like so. these little blips of conflict. They were like, oh, Junior's yes, not going to do it. And then it was, yeah, it was fine. the conflict, I guess. They were like, John Candy's not going to do it. And then it was fine. They're like, yeah, the Germans are going to be mad. And then it was fine. Yeah. So it was like these little baby conflicts. So they had to set it yeah. up, I think. Um, so we get to the Olympic tryouts, right? And I have a lot of questions about how this works. Do you just... So, so are you oh, trying yeah. out for a spot for the Olympics that are going to happen in four years? No, <laughs> the timing of all of this doesn't make any sense. So this is winter so Olympics yeah. are 30 days away or 60 days away, 30 days away, but they're trying out for the summer. Olympics. Three months away, I think is the winter Olympics. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I thought it was, well, it's months. hard too, because it's like, we're not sure what month it is in Jamaica. I don't think they've said, but this is what I think happened is that this is when um the winter and the summer olympics were held in the same year wait yes wait, yeah it, I believe so. it was what really? yes yeah, the winter and the summer used to be in the same same year the same calendar year and then i think it was in 98 or something that they split them um, oh well that i just didn't know that i remember that at all yes so that's why it's so confusing and then i have backwards so okay, like well, that clears up all my questions about the timing yeah. so they're trying out for the summer olympics but even sooner is the winter olympics got it no the that one, makes sense yeah that's okay it. that's that makes more sense and of course junior trips knocks out uh yes. Reese, and then uh yul brenner who's a very <laughs> oh act- i just remembered like i was supposed to be looking for the other yul brenner in the movie and i didn't remember seeing him i don't know if he's just credited because of his name like he oh. is listed as the cast, and I'm like, I don't think he's in this movie. Do you think he is? Somewhere? He is not. No. But he's, he's in, the cast. in the cast. Like their names IMDb. are spelled differently. Yeah, yeah he's like oh, on IMDb, and he's like he's listed as himself. Uh, maybe he's in the background somewhere. But he's like, um, yeah, he's a little, like a, prime. a little cameo. I definitely didn't see him. And then I was like. Who is that? Is that an Olympic athlete? But then I had to like look it up and I was confused because I was like, what's that it's name? The King and I. Yeah. But no, he's an I actor. mean, I guess it's just, but I guess it's just the bald head is why the character I Yul guess so. Brenner is calling himself that. But like then he almost makes it seem like Yul Brenner is his first name because they only ever call him Yul Brenner. <laughs> hmm. But there's people like that. Like, I mean, I'm not gonna, you know, give away your last name on the podcast. Oh, yes, I know. <laughs> but you're a you're a KDL. Yes, I know for sure. A lot of That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, oh, I do want to update that. Like, yes, the last time that the winter and summer Olympics were held in the same year was 1992. So because this is taking place in 1988. Oh. And then the last time that Jamaicans had a four person bobsled team was in 1998. I have a lot of feelings about bobsled because it's just it. Okay. Is it a sport like 
you, the, the I understand the running. <laughs> question mark period. I understand the running. I know we can get into that. I don't know if this is the time, but, and then Lily, like three people just sit there and kind of do nothing. I mean, they have to lean, right? Sure. They mm-hmm. have to sit on each other's laps intimately. But, yeah. Their, their job was generally done after they jump into the sled. That's just so wild. And then it's a sled yeah. really. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like there's some sports that are so purely the person. It's like your athleticism, your strength, your talent. Oh, your you skill. mean you think so much of if you win or lose is based on like the sled, like what kind, kind of sled of or the, the equipment? Sled. I mean, and I guess you could argue that for like crew, but like crew, I think is so much muscle and it's so much like team. Well, it's a constant and- activity. Well, I would think that the shifting in the bobsled though is act- like constant activity. I think it's just the driving of this is just the main part. Like I, I, I assume that sleds just can't get too technologically advanced right and so they're all basically the same um i don't know like sort of like the america's cup where the sailboats where it's they're constantly like changing the physics of the boats and stuff like that but i think basically bobsleds are all the same but it's it's really just comes down to the driver and that push uh, at the beginning so so then is the athleticism driving is is bobsled like the nascar of the winter olympics <laughs> in a way i think it's like is nascar sport is i mean you're sitting you're just like sitting and steering <laughs> i mean not really all of our nascar listeners are gonna be so mad at me for saying that. i think i i mean this is this whole conversation that i'm always fascinated with which like what's a sport what's a game what's a hobby what's like right a, you know activity it's curling and- man it's curling. Yeah. I mean, I think with like the NASCAR question, like the, the reflex time, like I'm not going to ask if baseball is a sport. Cause I think most people would say it was, but yeah. part of the, part of the talent in baseball is the reflex time. And I think NASCAR. Like, well, for hitting. Like, yes. For hitting. I mean, you have to be able to run and right. catch and throw, but for NASCAR, sort of run. the Some reflex, of them. I know, <laughs> but the reflex time of it, I think is kind of, just incredible like um as far as measuring human like physical skill yeah I don't know I mean there's all I I have I have a lot of I mean I I think like because it's the Olympics I guess we can talk about this but I I think I have an issue with like a sport that is purely subjective like the Mm. judging Mm -hmm. sports are tricky for me and I mean and it's not talking about athleticism right it's just or just talent or strength or anything it's just like what is a sport and it's like when it's a hundred percent you know judges that are deciding who did what skill better it's really hard to figure out like well who actually won gold um and those are some of the most popular sports right with gymnastics and figure skating and and diving and ski jump and stuff but it's all like ski jump man Blows my mind every time. Um, I, oh, me too. Once I realized it's not who goes the farthest. It's, it's subjective. It's so yeah, crazy. It's crazy. I remember. I remember. It's who bends their body in half the most. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, I'll say the one bobsled fact I know because I, I wish I could talk more about. I wish I knew more about it. Um, my bobsled knowledge comes from Cool Runnings, <laughs> but. <laughs> One of the things that you guys are probably reading that's not factually true is like this whole the John Candy, like the whole the whole coach cheating thing just didn't happen. But even the way he cheats is not illegal in bobsledding that like you can add weight to the bobsled. It's fine. People do it all the time. In fact, it's just that you have to have a maximum weight and a minimum weight. So if your riders come under the maximum weight, then a lot of people add weight to the bobsled, which is so strange to me why they were like, 
why not? Why do that? Because anybody who knows anything about bobsledding, who's not me, would watch this movie and be like, that's not even true. Like that, you wouldn't even get kicked out. Is a bobsled made out of metal? It looks like it yeah, in this movie. Yeah, looked like it. I think, I think but I would think so. it'd be like fiberglass. Like fiberglass, yeah. But it looked like decidedly metal. I think it's also they're definitely 80, 1988. I don't know. They're definitely heavy because um, yeah. you d- well, you don't carry them, which we'll get to that later. Yeah, I didn't um, think so. But anyways, okay. Um, we thank you for that bobsled chat. Yeah, bobsled chat. So basically, yeah, Jarese wants a redo because of the of the spoiled match, and they're like, "Nah, you can only do boxing or cycling. That's all we have left." Um, that's all I love how he pitches sense. that as like a realistic thing that you can just hey, go just become into a boxer right. in like nine months. Right. Yeah. It's just like wild. I guess I was reading there is other, and I can't remember them now, but there are other sports that um jamaica competes in as well and was left Hmm. off that list i'll have to try to remember oh okay yeah so we learned that there is another person on the island though that knows something about bobsledding which is irv irv berlin irv blitzer (laughs) irv blitzer irv blitzer this is a disney movie i know yeah yeah where my couchmate pointed this out which is true which is like john candy playing this sort of like washed up has been again or somebody who's like much older than he he's only 44 in this movie mm-hmm. but like you're supposed to kind of yeah. believe that he's like this has been this like retiree he's so old that like the 30 year old like the flashback yeah, that of him photo at was supposed to be him like, yeah, yeah. And like 1920 no way that's like him. the person that took that photo had like a little like cloth thing over their head and was like smile <laughs> king ralph yeah and it was like also that photo was a terrible photo it's really hard to tell what was happening but yeah like he just was not you know he was not that old and he wasn't that much older than these guys i guess like sort of maybe they're in their early 20s i guess which um, we also have to say that this was john candy's last movie that came out while he was alive there's two yeah. other ones yeah um like wagons yeah. east and canadian bacon i think but they came out posthumously oh. right yeah i always get that word wrong posthumous yeah what is posthumously? that posthumously <laughs> posthumous yeah i never posthumously know. yeah that's anyway they find him at the bar to and i have to him. say i do love this trope i mean i used to pretend this trope all the time in my backyard that i was like my i think i've told the story before my neighbor used to have um pigeons and I would go and like feed, I'd have to feed them sometimes. And whenever I did, we'd like play a game where somebody came and they were trying to like convince me to join the force again. And I was like retired. I'm, like, I'm happy. Leave me with my birds. I'm happy here. Can't you see? And they're like, we need you back on the force. Or whatever my name was. I loved it. So anyway, I love the whole trope of like, I don't do that anymore. Like you're the best in the game. I love it. Game has changed. <laughs> yeah. Now- he did say that there were three reasons why he wouldn't do it. Did you guys get those? Um, this is a fun quiz. Um, yeah. One, we don't have any, look at like, it's, it's 110 degrees outside. Yeah. No right? snow. Yeah. Um, no cart, no bobsled. He said, no money. he said, no snow, no time, no me. Like you didn't have no. enough time to do it. And you don't have me to do it. Boom. I don't do it anymore. Yeah. I don't yeah. do it anymore. According to me, bobsledding doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. John Candy is a gruff 
really unpleasant person to be around for four minutes in this movie mm-hmm. and then fully flips and he's the dad to Uncle Buck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. basically <laughs> right after sort of the audition where they bring in yeah. uh, during it <laughs> yeah. yeah well no I mean as they're doing the film on Bob yeah. Sledden and how it's going to kill you and everyone yeah. leaves and he's like right. oh my plan worked now I can go back right. to drink and yeah. then four people are there and he's like well and then he's like I guess I did sign that contract with that witch. <laughs> All right, time to <laughs> turn like, jolly. What? Yeah, like, and then yeah, and then he. You're right. Like the next scene is them out, like in, getting in um, the bobsled. In the bobsled, and he's just into it. He's just we got you know he's like timing them. He's worried about yeah. it. Like, are they going to make the time? Yeah, um, and then we're in a we're in one of a thousand montages where we get to see them like in the rusty cart and then they're in a VW bug and they're just kind of like exploring the thing. Um, and then they've run into a cop car, oh, you know, yeah. Bummer. fun, fun, fun I montages. Mean, this, I was just thinking about like how, how dangerous we think this actually is. I mean, they have this like old Bob's rusted out bobsled and they are just flying down uncontrolled hills through pastures. They have, um, I think they have a Packers football helmet. I think Doris oh, does, doesn't that. he? I, be, it yeah. looks like it. The push, it looks, but the push cart alone looks very dangerous. Right. That's what There's, it means. For. So it's like they're already doing something dangerous. Some of them, like Dougie Dunn, was already doing something. I don't dangerous. think it's the worst thing. I've also seen like clips of, in the modern age of there's this one where people ride, um, oh, those kids' cars. What are they like? Big wheels? Racers sit skates. Maybe like big wheels, Tricycles. yeah, big wheels, and they're just down the steepest slope. Oh, the power wheels. Power wheels, yeah. Yes. Oh and, my god, really? And it's basically just falling, um, <laughs> and it's it's amazing. Just look, look it up one day. Um, oh my god! Yeah. Did you guys great. watch that Netflix thing about like I forget what the show is called, but the one where it's like the people chasing the the wheel of cheese down the hill. No, like but I've whole... seen lots oh of clips of that. Oh my god, that's some crazy. The uh, hill is like straight up and down and these people like some of them train forever to do it and some of them are like oh i just showed up here today to chase the wheel of cheese and they're just like falling and tumbling and like their instant dislocating every joint every arm and limb is going so many injuries yeah remember when on a netflix show remember like zorbing was really big getting in those balls uh anyway Dangerous. I've seen too many clips of people like falling off mountains. It's that just one like, oh. clip? Do we watch it together? Yeah. I, mean, I can't. I think we I, watch it together. Yeah. I don't know if that's still available. That is. Gives that, me chills. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, we, this, this is obviously available to watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Watch, watching a video of someone dying gives me we, the chills. Isn't yeah, that amazing, people? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. So they get to the point where they can, you know, go up and be like, hey, we want to make this Olympic team, but the Olympics guy. Now, also like, this this the area that they're in i don't i don't know jamaica's not a small place i think I mean, they're in kingston yeah well, are they junior's it father so is in rural but there's like a feeling and it gets pretty r- been to kingston i've been to other parts have, of jamaica yeah. but i've never okay. made it to kingston but like I, is yeah, that like I, where the olympic headquarters for jamaica would be probably i mean it's the capital okay yeah. um but like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Junior's father is the richest man or whatever in Kingston. So I think they're supposed to be kind of on the outskirts of like, like Philly. So okay. it gets pretty rural pretty quick. Okay. And I mean, yeah, it even in Kingston, it, it's like yeah. a 10 minute drive to get somewhere that's super rural. Got it. 
So yeah, they're like, no, you can't do that. You're going to embarrass Jamaica and we're not giving you any money. So that's when they get into this fundraising montage campaign with uh, the song. Katie, do you want to sing it? What is the song? What does it go? (laughs) Some people, like they don't believe Jamaica. We've got a bobsled team, right? What is it? They don't believe Jamaica. We've got a bobsled team, which apparently like the actor playing Yul Brenner just improvised. Well, he didn't improvise. Well, he, he pretended thought, to improvise it. He but pretended he wrote to it. improvise it in the audition, but had written oh. it in that. And then they like, and then he he got like some kind of like music deal or a something. Grammy. Yeah, kind of. He got like, a Grammy for best score make it for a movie. You make it. Yeah. <laughs> some people and they don't believe. I don't know. That's that's the gist of that There's song. Just they say this, it like, a lot. <laughs> really intense montage of like people at banks denying them loans. Right. And I guess <laughs> yeah. I, I was reading, yes, who just loved I mean, laughing they just got a bunch of people, yes, from Kingston. And they were like, just be in this room and just laugh hysterically <laughs> yeah. at something. Yeah. I just assume like loan officers at banks are like that would, yeah. and will just laugh you out of the room. Like this, this is <laughs> how they get their jollies. Of- yeah. I'm sure. Just like, yeah, just yeah. telling them no. Well, I was reading that this is another inaccuracy of the story is that the guy, the, the guy that like helped connect with the military um, for the Jamaican bobsled team uh, fundraised, he funded it himself. So he just like bankrolled them. So there was no like asking the sure. government mm. or anything. They just, he just mm. paid for them to go. But it's a fun montage. I want to go ahead and montage. say this now. I'm sort of surprised that this has not been turned into a musical. Um, yeah. I'm just going to put it out there. I mean, you could turn this into a stage musical. I mean, the bobsledding part of it would be obviously like a theatrical feat of some kind, but I'm, I'm just sort of surprised it's not a musical. Maybe because it's a too out of touch, but uh, yeah, it could be. I wonder. Or too stereotypical um, or too playing on tropes, but I'm just curious. I'm like, why hasn't Disney done that yet? It seems like. They would love to yeah. make this or like a cartoon like um i guess i mean i'm sure you guys read like i can't remember the four actors the four bobsled team actors um like one the guy who plays junior is from Trinidad. dougie doug's father i think is jamaican okay like and so they you know whatever we can talk about the accents but i guess in the first take of it they were trying to do an accent that that sounded like more realistic or that was just like a thicker leaning into accent and Mm. people the production crew like they couldn't understand them and so basically they got the note from disney that they need to speak more like quote sebastian the crab and quote yeah Yeah. which was like basically like we want to know you're from the caribbean but we (laughs) do not want any conflict we don't want hardly any like dialect difference or accent difference that would make it hard to understand so that's why i feel like it does sound almost like stilted sometimes you're mm-hmm. like it i don't know um, yeah it's, it's put, it sounds put on a little bit it does well, sound put on and i think two are from brooklyn yeah and... <laughs> right well i know i know for sure but i mean in in learning i think that it there's... probably sounds more put on than it even had to in a yeah. way yeah maybe i don't yeah. know maybe like these a clean cleaned version yeah um, speaking of, of the fundraiser. So this is where, yeah, we get the kissing booth where, you know, it's not nice to be in a kissing booth when you're betrothed Jerice. I had a note, like it, are kissing booths do a thing or were they ever, 
I mean, now in COVID, in COVID, it just seems crazy. Like it seems like the craziest thing I, you I, possibly do. I honestly have never seen a kissing booth in real life, but Me I've either. seen a thousand kissing booths in movies and TV. That's no. what I mean. It like, had to like be a thing just because of because it's in so many movies. Maybe like kissing somebody on the cheek, but he was like intimately kissing women. And he, I guess, they gave him the direction of like you should be a Jamaican Aladdin, and I think that actor is embodying that like even that what does that mean i think just the way he talks and like the way he's just this like wide-eyed enthusiastic guy that's just gonna get everybody you know what i mean like Mm. he's kind of aladdin without any romance plot wait Therese, because he's already engaged i was gonna say he's already in in well that's what i mean there is no there's no romance like there's no like get the girl for him So he's just this like wide-eyed, enthusiastic, great guy with a really nice physique. (laughs) So yeah, they, they tried, they figure out they have earned some money, but not enough. And Junior gives them the money because he sold his car or a car. His car. Yeah. Yeah. And they go to, we we should say we didn't really go over the whole tripping thing, but like that there's always this tension between Yul Brenner and right Junior everyone because Junior fell and tripped Doris and Yul right. Brenner and maybe somebody else, which was surprising to me when Doris was like, "We can't let you do that; it wouldn't be fair." I'm like, mm, "It's kind of fair," <laughs> like- <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, and we were talking about that when I was watching it. Is like, yeah. it's sort of silly, especially for the hundred meter to have it just a one race and you're in, or if you screwed up, because there's so That's many ways for this said. race to go wrong. Yeah, someone trips you, you fall, yeah. you get a bad start. Um, I would think they would have like best two out of three. Right, like heats or I think you do. Well, but even with heats, it's like, so you have heats and then it's all the top goers and then they go and, you know, the top three go on. But it's like, you could still have your best runner. And I guess this is part of it, uh, not go in because they got a bad start or Mm. someone tripped into them. Mm. I guess that's sports, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they get to Canada and, you know, I'm just 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 very disappointed that, like, they just all flew to Canada and nobody was like, you know what? You need to have a coat. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They never get good coats. They're no. all, they're just forever wearing kind of like those um, those like zip, like reflective, like um, windproof jackets that they yeah. used to sell on Ocean City Boardwalk. That was like, yeah, different colors. I mean, like, they're just like stylish. Well, parachute one outfits. of them, and it may have been. Sanka had like a head to toe, like puffy jacket, like puffy jacket and puffy pants. I'm not saying that that would be windstopper, but insulating mm. it was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, the, the costuming in this in general is just a little like, I mean, it's a little Oshkosh bagosh, a little like, yeah. I mean, I, 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 again, totally trope of the sort of like brightly colored it's like clothes. Jamaican, it's like Jama- the Jamaican flag slash Jamaican, like this, that style. And yeah. then combined with like '90s, it's very like, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, I had the some colors really bad are just tracksuits back in the day. Yeah. But then, yeah, and then like even when they went to the Calgary ski shop, they they put them in the most like Oshkosh Bagashi. I know. <laughs> they wanted to be colorful. <laughs> the The craziest thing is, it's like, oh, I want to see like pictures of the real uh, Jamaican bobsled team. And so I was like, you know, Jamaican bobsled team uniforms. Got so many pictures of Halloween costumes with like white guys dressed as the uh, Jamaican bobs. I was like, no, 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 no. Just show me the real people. 
Well, I looked at, I think they like were kind of these like green and black and yellow. I mean, like the colors of the flag, like windbreaker like track suits right. or just what are they called like not even like those 90s track suits that are just those i think just track suits i definitely had a couple pairs yeah uh, windbreakery kind of so flattering they track are bad. bad 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 not was flattering like black and purple and i'm sure there was like some sort of clashing neon color in there tennis instructors loved wearing those things they make Imagine. a lot of noise i know they do swish, swish, swish. So yeah, they get coats and then we are at the Olympic tryouts and, uh, Irv, Irv runs into some old pals. I think they were ones they are in- not happy. <laughs> they, were, well, they were mean. Yeah. So they like, shouldn't be happy. I mean, that's the thing too. I mean, John Candy is so likable. And besides the fact that what he did wasn't actually cheating, but you know, in this movie it was, that's intense. <laughs> Because <laughs> at one point yeah. those guys like try giving up all your gold medals in front of the <laughs> Oh my god. Like that would be such a scandal. Like I there's my here's my question. Like, would John Candy be allowed to coach again as in the Olympics? I would think he'd be banned for life if he cheated. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like the imagine. people who've been caught cheating. Well, like um, Russia, like the entire country couldn't compete. Like it wasn't just the people, you know? Like I feel like for, for a certain amount of time. But Tanya Harding, uh, well, she like tried to kill somebody. I guess I guess that's different because she got a lifetime ban from skating for being like associated with what happened to Nancy Kerrigan. I just feel like the Olympic committee, like Olympic committee, as flawed as it is, like doesn't mess around with like public public stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I have to look it up. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Well, they uh, they decide. Well, he goes and talks to Roger. Irv goes to talk to Roger, who's one of his old pals. And he's that like, restaurant. yeah, he's like, meet me at the top of the revolving restaurant. Oh it's like, was that just like a Calgary, like handshake was Calgary. Like if I'm going to be in this movie, eh, then put our most famous <laughs> yeah. restaurant in. Yeah. Well, I will tell you, I got so confused because John Candy is of course from Canada. And I, in my head, I thought that he was supposed to be in the movie as well. And then it occurred to me, it's like, oh, he cheated for the U.S. team. Okay. Like he was a U.S. person, but yeah. Oh, I see. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Because the Olympics are in Canada in this movie. You know what I mean? I'm like, I just had him as a Canada person. I wasn't sure. sure. I thought like the U.S. team was mad at him for something he had done while yeah. he was on Canada. And I'm like, oh, he's supposed to be U.S. Yeah. So there's so much, it happened while we were in Jamaica too, but it, it just gets amplified to the hundredth. And I think part of it is that we have a new sound bar with our tv <laughs> so sounds are like extra now in the movies that we watch like but the sound effects of like them like everything was heightened with the sound oh, effect with the the ice the ice sound effects mm. and then like yeah there's like this slow motion like i thought these were the german but maybe they were the swiss like getting in the bobsled just that like was a swiss yeah so intense and it's just like the slowest slow motion and the most muscle jiggling and like sound effects of those boats <laughs> sleds going around the, the tracks and like it's just very intense very loud like whoever did editing or sound really pumped it up to give us a lot of sound effects yeah i think you're right i mean i think i I'd, I'd read that they they used like footage like real footage from 1988 in this movie. I think like a specifically around the crash, but the I think crash, were, yeah. yeah, but they're like very 
I loved the montage of like all of the different sports, but yeah, they yeah. really wanted, they really wanted us to hear the ice a lot. Yeah. I mean, I was wondering that. So like, did they do any new bobsled footage in this or was it all like, cause you're, I, I, you don't know what you're looking at really, I guess. I mean, you do I, and you don't, but I think it's just the crash that they use yeah. for the most part and everything else is, is new. Mm-hmm. Like that time that they, they crashed the first time and they go behind a curtain. I think that was new. <laughs> yeah. Like we crashed. But it's I'm surprised curtain. there wasn't like one wheel. Yeah. Just like rolling a, down like, the track. Or a helmet or something. Yeah. Like there was just very like silly that like they were like just stopped cold behind that. Like what it looked like a curtain or something. So yeah, like that's, oh yeah. That's what happens in the first trial, right? They, they screw up because they're not. Yeah working in sync yeah go no ahead. i was just gonna say we see like the swiss team being very efficient and doing their little eins zwei drei yeah we we get the the east germans um smoking cigarettes and being real <laughs> jerks i just wrote people with european accents making fun of them it's like a lot of mullets and a lot of european accents and they're all just like teasing them so much they wouldn't be that mean no and they weren't in real they life they don't care no, they weren't it doesn't make any sense yeah um yeah and then uh i the next notes i kind of have are like sanka and yul brenner like fighting in the hotel room because yul Over brenner has cooking this, bananas <laughs> yeah and yul brenner has this plan he's gonna become famous and move okay. to the buckingham <laughs> palace to clarify this plan like i didn't understand what was going on like he shows them a picture it's like well, my whole plan is I'll be in Jamaica and I'll be a track star or a bobsled star. But the important thing is I'll get out of Jamaica and I'll go to Canada for two weeks. And then I'll make so much money that I'll move into this postcard. Like, and then they make fun of him because it's like, no man, that's Buckingham palace. Ha ha ha. And then his like dreams are crushed. But like, what, what was his dream? Like, what did he think that was a picture of? And how was he going to live there? They made it seem like, oh, there must only be one house this nice. So I guess if this is where the queen lives, then I'm shit out of luck. Instead of just being like, because I mean, a normal person would be like, I'm just going to find something equally nice and be, I'm going to be just as rich. I assume it's a symbol. (laughs) Right, exactly. Like, yeah, this is just like a little bit, when you were talking about cartoon, like I agree that everybody in this movie is a cartoon, but these guys in particular, I just feel like there's this sort of like, you're from another country and you're, you know, like you're not dumb, but like you're clueless. You're this, like, I think they're kind of like, I knew there was a lot of like, we're from Jamaica and that's where we live. And that's where we'll always live. Like, yeah, like Like, nobody gets out of the Island, like, you know, give it up kind of, but the way they did that was so strange. Yeah. So then Dougie Doug does like a maid service bit. But then like an actual lady shows up with a telegram. Oh my God, this telegram. Which I love how Junior's <laughs> smiling and thinking this is gonna be good news. Oh yeah, like, his father. He, he has to just know, it's like, oh shit, the jig's up. Um, he says, he gets a telegram and he reads it and he's like, it's from my father. It says I have to come home right now. Like, right now? Right now was like three weeks ago when he sent the telegram. It's just like so funny to get a telegram that says leave right now. When do you guys think like, telegrams stopped or do they still happen and then like what's the equivalent of a telegram today fax a fax yeah <laughs> no a fax i feel like a telegram in 1988 seems like a fax in, in 1998 but like <laughs> yeah, what? Maybe. yeah 
what's the equivalent um, in 2022 is uh would he signed send him an pdf email? a joby signed pdf yep. or like a like a um what is it called the mail mailchimp was it no no it's still like snail mail the uh certified a, mail? certified postcard oh uh, yeah but like with all this technology like you think he'd send him a certified letter that said you have to come home I mean, it's a good question, right? Like it's, it, this is why, you know, the whole digitization of the world, it makes movies no fun. Cause like, right. Like you just call him on the cell. You just repeatedly call him on his cell phone and be like, you have to come home or like, you know, I guess it's like lines are down. You know, I don't know how you do that today. Yeah. You just call somebody on their cell phone. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know, sorry. I I know how you get in touch with somebody (laughs) today. I just don't know how a movie would write that you couldn't, or that it was like, yeah. but I mean this movie doesn't really recognize the fact that it would have like to send to get a telegram yeah. I don't know how long the telegrams take? they took more than like five minutes I don't know no I think still... I think they're pretty quick I think that's because the point it's like Morse code through right. things okay yeah 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 no um did we skip the part where they get new uniforms and then uh Dougie Doug says that he's freezing his royal Rastafarian nays off uh, oh yeah. Uh, I didn't have that for a while. And so, first, uh, the next thing I have is they're at the Calgary like Roadhouse Bar. Oh my gosh! Yes. No, that's that's late. Yeah. Oh, they got uniforms before that. Well, I just have a scene of just or the the quote from uh, Dougie Doug. Oh, okay. It was more, more I just noted it because it's the first, I think, mention of Rastafarian, which I know there was a thing of just whether they were going to be putting that in. It was mm. actually, I think, two, they referenced like Haile, Haile Selassie later on mm. as well. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, the next thing I have is kind of the, that bar where Junior is talking himself up by saying he's a badass mother who don't take no crap from nobody in the mirror over and over again once that Which East we, German approaches. I think it's right before the fight, but we also, the East German gives this amazing like wave, you know? Um, <laughs> it, it just was a small moment in the movie that I really enjoyed. I remember that. I feel like that East German, the guy that plays that looks to me like Elliot Page. I know that might like not, I don't know what it is. I was like that, anyway, he just, I couldn't place him. He looks so familiar to me, but I don't think I've seen that actor in anything else. And again, he starts up as a villain and then he's their greatest fan. Yeah. Um, and at this point in the movie, like we're in this like roadhouse bar, like Bridget was saying, and my father was like so confused because he's like, why do they all, they have like, th- where are they? They're in Canada. Like, why is this Texas? And I'm like, it's kind of like a strip up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you've got like, Texas, Oklahoma, Wyoming, the Dakotas, like the cowboy culture. I think yeah. he was like, that, that seems Southern. I'm like, no, like cowboy. Yeah, like Montana. Cowboy Southern is different than, or just cowboy culture is different than Southern, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which is interesting. So I was just curious, I, I was, it did have me think about like the intricacies of like line dancing and music, like how it would differ in like Texas and Oklahoma. And as you go up, you know? I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to, unless some of you are line dancers, I don't want to impose on this, but I think line dancing is pretty much the same everywhere. It's incredibly yeah. boring. <laughs> and I, has, people always I have sort these, of enjoy it if I'm okay. enough. Well, you know? yeah, but there's always this like dead eyed look while people are doing it. They're just like, 
they just go through the motions they're like heel toe heel toe dip, ba, dip. like you don't have to really move your upper body you can just mm-hmm. like... oh I, I put some pizzazz on it when i do it uh... i'm sure you pizzazz it but even the even the people they showed line dancing in this weren't very pizzazzy maybe they're canadian i love a dance with steps and rolls personally so i <laughs> i'm fine i'm fine Don, i will do a, a cupid maybe. shuffle a wobble uh i love is that, that not it's kind of similar it's got more feel to it. You're dancing yeah. from head to toe versus country line dancing. Which the I, country, I guess country line okay, dancing. Okay, maybe right. that's it. Yeah. Now, did you guys notice in the fight that it was a shot-for-shot shot remake of the fight from Necessary Roughness? Yeah, I did. It was Necessary Roughness. And like, no. I have to say... <laughs> right. We're, we're going to have to watch that one again, Bridget. I know. No. Um, every that's year, not every, every year. year on me and Phil's birthday, we're gonna pick necessary roughness. That's um, me. <laughs> I, I again, I mean, we said this in necessary roughness, and we've said it in a lot of other films, but like breaking a glass over someone's head yep. is intense. Like that's when it goes to fun, like rivalry, <laughs> to <laughs> illegal murder, death kill. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, I've said this on several podcasts of like, I've, I was standing next to someone when it ha- happened and it was a, a similar bottle to what they would have. Well, I guess this is Canada, not Jamaica, but this was like one of those recyclable bottles and it just like instantly ones. split open their head. But also if it's one that breaks, it's going to instantly shred them. It's just, and everybody who hits, else. Yeah, yeah, who hits someone over the head with a bottle unless you're trying to just- murder death kill. Right. They're doing it in this movie, like Sugar Glass. And this is like, this is an odd thing, too, of it being like a Disney movie. You're yeah. Like, there's a few glass of like people's heads. This is not very, I mean, it is, I but hate it's not. This. Yeah. I hate that in movies like this, the, the, I hate bar fights. Um, I hate how movies used to portray them as just an inevitability. Yeah. So there's men at a bar and there's a beer. So, of course, would you expect? It's like, oh, there's not always this. like, yeah. And it's, it, somebody has to clean it up. And so it's like, you're hurt. Yeah. You could be hurt for the rest of your life dealing totally. with a bar injury. That's why they, every bar needs a cooler. Yes, that's a good oh, point. like Roadhouse. <laughs> exactly like Roadhouse. Got it. I was thinking like a cooler for your food. Your, I get it. Now. I mean, of course they need that, but no, they need a Patrick Swayze, world-renowned cooler. So they don't really get in trouble, though, right? They, I mean, like John Candy's mad at them, but they don't get like super in trouble. Right. No, I mean, it's like another one of these conflict blurps. Like, it's like, here's. Yeah. And I didn't like this part of they're just all like laughing and like, ha ha ha. Like, they're just excited. And I think the audience is meant to meant to be like uh oh they're gonna get in trouble but they shouldn't because it was just boyish fun it's like no it wasn't it was terrible right. it's terrible violence they shouldn't be giggling they would be dead <laughs> it would like, make crazy news stories if- that's totally thing. like it yeah or it should like it's yeah you shouldn't be able to behave like this in the olympic village yeah and and he john candy has the line of like i don't know if you've noticed but we're not making we're not making like friends here easy, which is like true in the movie, but it's like so false in real life that it's kind of mm-hmm. frustrating. It's like, oh, it's kind of a bummer. And why should they have to bend over backwards to make friends when, yeah, you know. Okay, so then we're, at, we're back at a training montage and we're getting like little bits about them running and they're doing like, there's always the fun trope about put, pull-ups. And oh who's doing a pull up and who's like 16 not? Candles. 16 candles, right? I know they love the pull up gag. And you can oh also tell that they're pulling a 16 candles and just 
standing on a chair doing it. Oh, I also had a question of okay, like um, unless you're gonna say then they cut away to boobs. No, <laughs> boing, <laughs> boing. Um, well, so like you know, Doris is the driver and he's speedy, and the rest, the other two are sprinters. So like they're gonna get the sled going, and then Sanka is like a pilot, but he's not gonna do that here. He's just gonna be in the back and you're like well at this point why is Sanka even on the team if he's like, you have to have four yeah. right and I guess somebody has to maybe like be bendy willing, and small they were willing to put in 40 minutes of recruitment and like whoever didn't show up to that video that's our one shot well, um, well they they didn't even get anybody from that video because yeah well I know I just feel like yet the next day talking to people in person in the market they probably could have gotten one or two people (laughs) although in the real story one of the bobsledders got injured and then it was a bobs one of the other bobsledders brother who was just there to watch yeah oh that's that's amazing i mean that's crazy. why not put that in the movie that's more interesting to to do with the olympics um well so my thing with sanka is like I, I know that he's just kind of the fool and essentially he reminds me so much of chicken Joe from surf's up a movie that I highly recommend for the summer Olympics <laughs> and surfing is on the summer Olympics, but like, he's just like purely a cartoon and a fool in this, but like, he's also in very good shape. So I just didn't, I was like funny that like he couldn't do a pull-up cause I'm like, he's, he's ripped. Like Dougie Doug is in good shape. Like yeah. with all these guys, it's kind of funny that he like, and he's also his body mass his type would be able to do a million pull-ups. Right. Sure. Yeah. Brenner, I actually I thought about that. Time. Yeah. Yeah. And they also practice being in the bobsled in a bathtub together. Oh yeah. Just wild that movie. four grown men can fit in a bathtub. Cause like, I think my bathtub is really small and I'm like not enjoying being in there by myself. Oh my gosh. I do think <laughs> that I probably should have made this my level. Cause I know that me and my sister like imitated that. <laughs> in the bathtub um or in a pool somewhere just like trying to like stay on the bobsled do you guys think um i have a couple of questions uh related to a bobsled and it being cold is that like do you guys think that um it is important if you're a bobsledder to be like so used to the cold like i know that your sport takes place on that but how much of no it doesn't matter at all two minutes like yeah it doesn't matter at all no and you have your in them you're in like the most body heat, like you'd be in a survival position. Oh yeah. Other- yeah. Totally. What does it look like inside of a bobsled? Are you like a just fetus crotch- like or like quadruplets? I but your like- legs are outright. So they're like in like a, like a I little like sandwich. Feet. I don't know. actually. Like the log flume ride at Disney world. Yeah. Your legs are out. So, that. but the person in the front, are their legs fully out? Um, are you kind of seated? Are you kind of fetal? No, it's no. I think it's you've sort of got your knees bent and sort of to the side, log flume style. Come on, I, you keep saying that. I, like, I know what saying. that means. <laughs> I do. <laughs> you're just kind of. You keep leg- saying that, and I don't know what you mean. I mean, you're just seated, like a full on like L. crisscross applesauce. No, no, it's like, like your your feet are sort of straight out. Yeah. No, not straight out. They're sort of bent. <sighs> I don't know. I I'm trying to picture it. Um, or oh, because you have those little it. those little foot pads, like 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 you were rowing crew, kind of. Yeah. But at the end of it. But just smushed together, so like your knees are right along the outside 
thighs of the person in front of you. That's what I was saying. Oh, but that's not straight out. No, in this picture, people are not doing that. Their knees are curled up to their body and the purse, only the person in the front's legs are straight out. Yeah, I think they're curled. Well, huh. so you're like, oh, yeah. in this, yeah, you're like- they're like fetal. Their butts oh, on the ground okay. and their feet are flat and only the person you know in front has good the controls. At the bobsled is that actor that played TikTok in Return to Oz. Yeah, he would. <laughs> he could just be upside down, flipped. He could fit anywhere. Four man bobsled positions. It's like a little bit of a human centipede. Sure. <laughs> oh my God. You know what I mean? Fun crossover. Like in uh, this old cool timey picture, a human people's centipede. legs are out. Um, well, yeah. But, that's but a in a bobsled, right. Anyway, okay. Anybody who we got to move on. We gotta, so sorry. it's straight legs, cannonball, cannonball, cannonball is basically that's what right. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Your feet are flat if you're the cannonball. Now, I mean, that's how I ride the log flume. Just cannonball all day. <laughs> cannonball, cannonball, cannonball. <laughs> um, so anyways, they qualify even though they reduce the time. Um, huzzah. 59.46. Yeah. And they just change the qualifying time on them. They're like, just right. so you know, yeah. like, right. And they get a new paint job on their sled. Yep. What do you think the role is of judges? Speaking of like, um, like subjectivity, like in the bobsled, like these judges are there and it's like, it's really just who gets down fastest. I think. Yeah. I don't get it. There's none. I don't think, I think it's, it's just sort of a monitor monitor no maybe it's, it's just okay. like in case you're Purely DQ'd, a speed. if you're like, if you go up or out or whatever, yeah. I don't make a big deal about who's going to be the judge that day. Oh, right. He's like, I like that judge. Right. Then there's like this part that I didn't really understand. So the international Alliance of winter sports says they can't compete. And then John council, like all around circular table. Yeah. And then John candy gives a, like, this is what the Olympics are about. Like very, a long speech too. long speech. Very like I'm here to save the day speech. He does. And, and, uh, but why, like, why were they not allowed to compete? I had a question about that. Like, is this, is this a race thing? Is this a Jamaica thing? Or is this a, it, I think the movie wants you to believe that it is pure spite against John Candy, that this Olympic committee isn't going to let anything that John Candy touches have any success because they want to squeeze all the joy from his life right mm. but i that and i think also they don't want the jamaican team to sort of embarrass the sport of bobsledding um and and know. i don't know if that's maybe what was happening in real life when you know whatever that step is before the olympics when i was reading that they did try to keep them out i mean they weren't really i don't know this was like a imdb fact but um yeah it's hard to know like the situation in which this speech would change the hearts and minds of the people in this room <laughs> Yeah. And also like these guys put in the work. They should just get to do it. They they mm-hmm. qualified. I don't understand. Yeah. Why do we have to like let John Candy get in the way of it? So they're yeah, they they get to be in the opening ceremony and they walk in with the Jamaican flag and everybody at home is watching them on the TV, the tiny TV and the little bar thing. This was another fun fact is, I mean, I love that. I loved that scene and I can't wait for the opening ceremonies in like, you know, 48 hours, but 
Uh, I was reading that in, in 1988, when Jamaica had a bobsled team, they had, there was many more people than just those four. Cause they mm. were like the alternates and they were like the like gear people. Like they just, the whole team is different than just the sure. four athletes, I guess. So now when people walk in that, is it just the athletes or do coaches and, and trainers walk too? They were saying that it was, it seemed like part of their support team walked in this fact I kind of thought it was only the athletes. I feel mm. that coaches do, but I want to say not support staff, but yeah, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So, but Junior's dad shows up and he's yes. like, yo, you can't compete. I'm here to take you home. Which like, come on, dad. Like you don't show up at the Olympics and do that. That's also like at this point, like he keeps on, it's like, he didn't get, he's not uploading the information as it's coming. He's like, this is a boyish dream. It's like, he's in the Olympics. <laughs> like it kind of worked. Like, and just, he could which go, is a place for boys and girls, not men. He could go work murdered. for whatever that was. Webster, Webster and Cohen. When he comes back, I'm sure That's Webster, Webster and Cohen joke. would be like, oh, okay. You're in the Olympics. Great. Yeah. I mean, here's you apparently do not know Webster, Webster and Cohen. They are sticklers. Here's when Junior should have worked for Webster, Webster and Cohen is when like he tripped, didn't make the like running Olympics and then went to a presentation in barely a rec center with old timey bobsled footage and told his father (laughs) that he wanted to pursue question mark. That's when he should have gone to Miami to work for Webster and Cohen. No, he lied to his father. He wasn't telling him. He said he was. Right. He wasn't going to tell him. He was going to tell him. And then he like, he did not. Didn't. It yeah. was a ruse. Right. Yeah. But I mean, that's when he, that's when he passed on the Webster, Webster and Cohen job. I can't remember what it actually is. It is something like that. That was, not it? Yeah, that's literally what it is. Oh, it's literally yeah. what it is. Webster, Webster and Cohen. Yeah. I wrote it. It's down. so good. I love that they keep <laughs> on saying it. Webster Web- and Webster. I, there's some jokes about it that I really like. So we get these, like all these shots, this bustling montage of the Calgary Olympic park. Now it looked like the Olympics, <laughs> did they? but it wasn't, or was it just, it looked very real. I got, confused. well, it was 93, right? Yeah. That the movie came I mean, out. if those I were all that... extras, that was a lot of extras for. I think they shot it in Calgary, um, not during the Olympics. Like the 92 Olympics was, it wasn't that the, t- the Lillehammer, right? Sounds mm. right. No. I assume they just got a bunch of bacteria. I got excited though. I, it did look like the Olympics. It and, did. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So they get their, uh, you know, first ride and it just was terrible. It's the Einzweig dry one. They were trying to imitate the Swiss too much. It just, right. that's not the Jamaican way. Yeah, it's not. Their last they- place with 58 seconds. When speaking of imitating the Swiss, I don't know if um, our German cor- corner consultant um, could comment on like uh, apparently when it was dubbed in German, like the German version uses Swiss, like they, I don't know anything about it. They change it to like German Swiss. And when they're like mocking the Swiss team, they're really leaning into like a Swiss accent. So they like really Swissify things. Could be. We actually accidentally started the movie in German dub. Because uh, oh. that's how we watch our cartoons with oh, Alpha. Fun. And oh. um, it was just about the time that the women were commenting on his butt that we like switched it back over. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah. 
That's there a incredible. German translation to this movie? There, there is. I just have to give me one second. All right. So uh, they then just then they get back out there again. Now we've got John Candy wearing a Rasta hat, which um, just pumps everyone up, and they say "Feel the rhythm," etc. And they do much better, and they come in at fifty six, fifty three. Yeah. So that qualifies them, right, to like compete. No, they're already qualified. This just gives them what, what it gives them an advantage. The or they moves them up to like right. They went whatever. from last, I think, to like seventh place. Yeah. Um, so the German title is "Dabei sein ist alles," which is "Being there is everything." Wow, God, I just love that. That's great. Being there is everything. That's nice. We should say that Cool Runnings. I mean, did you guys clap when they said the name of? Like cool runnings is the name of the box yes. flag. And then like I was so perplexed because you know Doris comes up with cool runnings. And then John Candy's like, that's great. What does it mean? Like, what is it? I don't know. What does it have to mean? Like cool and running. Like these guys are runners. So running right. and then cool. It's like ice. Like it's pretty. <laughs> this couldn't be any clearer, John Candy. <laughs> yeah, but like, but what, what does it mean? <laughs> Let's get deep. <laughs> And then he comes up with a, something else. And I'm like, I think it just means like run and cold, <laughs> which is what also you it's like each one time down the track is called a run. Right. You're, you're doing cool it the cool runnings. way. Just Yeah, totally. So there's this whole thing about like Darice wants to get with John Candy and be like, why did you cheat? And I don't know why they have to have this conversation at this point, but they have like a whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So that we can like have empathy for John Candy for cheating. Cause he's like, I had to win. I had no other choice. Yeah, I guess it's not a great yeah. excuse. No, no it's, it's terrible. Uh, horrible. It's, it's pretty much the excuse that everyone would say. It's like, I, I really wanted to win. Right. Yeah. So we're back at the, uh, you know, the finals. <laughs> and now is this allowed? Are the announcers allowed to wear like a specific <laughs> country's outfit i was thinking about that i mean at one point they're like screw it go jamaica like they're kind of addressing that they shouldn't i guess but i thought about that too like they both have specific like fanboy shirts yeah or cool runnings which yeah. is interesting eh, i'll allow it <laughs> now here's yeah. my other question as we talked about there was like a mechanical error of some kind in the boat or the, the, sled. <laughs> the boat. Oh, yeah. I keep on it about this that ice boat that they have. Actually, a yeah. screw they, was loose, right? Or some kind. They they figure they they sort of figured that the crash wasn't due to driver error, that it was a messed up part of the, the sled. I don't know exactly what part, but it was because it was an older sled. Mm, but bummer. in this movie, here's a hot take. Mm. Do we think that Roger screwed up this whole thing? His friend, like the friend from the top of that restaurant in Calgary? Friend from the top of the restaurant who got him the boat hookup. Oh, interesting. Just saying, um, could it, it could have been all Roger. I don't think but the movie was... wants us to think that, right? No, they but, don't. This is my hot take. Oh, okay. But there was got that it. other jerk that was in the sled room, you know, that oh, they yeah, had that conversation. Yeah. Tampering. I mean, he's, he's more guilty. I, That's I think. a good point. Maybe he and Roger were in cahoots. I don't want to put any blame on Roger, you know, I I mean, I think he gave him a pretty (laughs) shitty 
bobsled for five thousand bucks yeah um, i know that's what kind of blew my mind about like oh my gosh how expensive are bobsleds like they must be like a hundred thousand dollars or something well I can't imagine that they're time. that expensive like i don't know also I mean, a used broken one can't be yeah. that much totally do, do you just like buy well an olympic bobsled of course today it says can cost around fifty thousand dollars mm-hmm. oh. for a brand new one but they're like practice sleds I wouldn't think would just get one at body game well, sports. Yeah. Like I said, sports. I think that's what the Jamaican team in 88 did is they use like a backup, like a practice sled from right. mm-hmm. Switzerland. Um, mm. So the, the practice sleds you would think would be at least safe. Actually, <laughs> it says about $30,000. So interesting. Like a jet ski. in 2022. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they should have gotten something. Yeah. So Roger did screw them in a way. Yeah. Roger um okay so yeah they crash and it was scary like their heads were like that guy's head that guy's neck that that i think is the real footage footage. and that is really gross i guess the guys yeah and it's just like i mean not sorry when they have the close-up of their helmet scraping the ice that right that's like the movie but the that part where like his head is out of the bobsled yeah and like his neck, just so which is, angled yeah so angled i just was like that guy's dead like oh yeah. god it was so creepy and i guess like the coach from um the real coach from the team said that uh the only about one percent of the movie is true and the only the only part that's actually true is the crash and i think he was talking about wow. the real footage <laughs> yeah dang i know and of course, then they carry the bobsled where in real life they pushed it, which one of the like actual bobsledders is, of, of course, we pushed it. Right, um, it's ice. Like, yeah. it's wild to think you would. And yeah, they were people. injured. Like, I know. They're, they had to have injuries. I mean, they're Dougie Duck. You can kind of see her faces are like, oh, this hurts. It's heavy. Yeah, but I guess like, it's just more theatrical, but it makes them seem like idiots. Like, that's how totally. guys just slide it. <laughs> I know. I know. And then, of course, we get our slow clap. Finally, Katie. The worst, best slow clap. Best. From the East German for, for inexplicable reasons. He's inexplicably Respect. mad at them. And for, like, he, it doesn't make any sense why he's their rival, and it doesn't make any sense why he's slow clap. <laughs> it's incredible. Oh, that slow clap. I mean, that was just like the wind up for it, and then just the singular. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> like, <sighs> Love it. I Ooh. love it. Everything you want in a we spoke. No row. Then, then everyone cheer. A little bit of row joy. Yes, but I this is just interesting about this film. I feel like it's one of the only Disney movies that doesn't have a romantic plot, like mm-hmm. a will they won't they? Yeah. That's so true. it was so interesting. And I think because it doesn't, they have to go in these like weird, like pseudo problems. Of Junior's father and John Candy's. That's what I'm saying. There was so many, so many small conflicts. But I think that's because of the absence of what is usually taking up, you know, 20% of screen time, which is like the romantic plot. Right, right. And I guess they had, they had filmed a scene with uh, Sanka with like a bunch of quote unquote, like ski bunnies or something. Oh, right. Yeah. And they cut it. um, Oh. More kid friendly. And then. I guess there was another scene where the actors famously walked out on and refused to do, which was there was going to be uh, like a joint in a snowman's mouth, which seems <laughs> weird for a Disney movie. Right. Why would they? I don't know. 
I mean, it's just a stereotypical, I guess, like yeah. Jamaican stereotype, but it's still like, that's strange to write in there for a kid's movie. <laughs> and then what do we do? We get a, we get a picture, their picture gets up on the wall mm-hmm. in the, in the Jamaican office. And then it's it. That's it. That's it. And then they say that next year they like, it's like they, they came back four years later as equals. Like they were equals then. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) What are you implying movie? Uh, Any other questions we didn't answer? I kind of asked mine along the way. I mean, I guess my sister had the question and we've been talking about it of like, why did they, why did they stray so far from the actual story when the actual story was like, interesting it's just because int- like it's just this weird in between of like it's not just in events inspired by quite because you kind of yeah. think they're telling the actual story but it isn't the actual story either so it's, it's a- like yeah. the typical like horror movie inspired by where it's just like oh there's right. a house in this town that's yeah. a little creepy and we just right with it inspired by real events murder right. ghosts yeah totally but I guess it was before a time where everybody would just know everything. Like now, if you did that, it's like, I just looked it up and that's not what happened at all. But with, you know, in 1992 or three, when this movie comes out, people like don't have that information at their fingertips probably. So they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, probably what happened. <laughs> Sounds about right to me. Disney just had like a sort of playbook and they went by it and yeah. Mm. I guess like John Candy did it for like pretty cheap. Like a lot of people turned down the role or something. Um, and he was saying, he was going around saying like, Disney doesn't know what they have on their hands because it's going to be a huge hit. All right. How about Hummers, Mamas, and Dumbers? Um, well, I like to end with Hummers. So do we, do we want to start with Dumbers? Dumbers. Sure. I think my Dumber is going to be, you know, at that community meeting when they're showing the the video, like, the video didn't seem that long and yeah. everybody in that room got up and left and nobody noticed or saw they didn't make any noise very whatsoever. quiet it was wooden not a chairs chair, on wooden floors not a chair scrape not a thing and i know it's yeah. just a gag but like you can't get out that fast people don't move that fast you don't you know they were probably trapped people sprinters. though yeah <laughs> yeah but there's people in your way there's chairs in the way you can't sprint so i just thought that was kind of dumb it's gonna make my dumber um my dumber and maybe i'll eat my words like i can't decide if i actually think this and maybe feel like maybe your slight kinks you don't knowledge think this. will help me um but you know, certainly the way that they portray Sanka and Doris's world is pretty small. Like they know everybody, you know, they know the market, they know the, you know, you know, it's a, it's a small, you know, enclave of Kingston. Um, and the fact that like he, they wouldn't know John Candy, like they would have no idea who this bar owner that they could, like they can walk to his bar. It seems he owns it. He's this giant bear of a white man who's like an Olympic like failure that they wouldn't know he lived in their town and that John Candy wouldn't know the son of like his best friend and have no clue what he looked like or that he was that he was trying out for the Olympics was just kind of like kind of dumb to me. How close was the bar supposed to be? I mean, was it? I don't I think, know. I thought it, it was just like in they... a different part of Kingston. Yeah. I mean, Maybe. Kingston's big. 
maybe so, maybe it's that i just felt like i don't know um yeah maybe it's because they portrayed them so much as living in a village when in fact they're actually kind of maneuvering around the city sure. it's kind of hard and to they, get a handle on and they kept yeah. showing up at the bar over and over again so it's like are they yeah. driving 30 minutes across right. the city yeah exactly so yeah um my uh dumber is gonna be so on their first run they do 58 seconds and they're a complete embarrassment right and this is still two seconds faster than john candy ever imagined them yeah, going totally and then their second one they're 56 seconds and they're amazing and i get that there's not a whole lot of time in these trials but it's just the fact that like all the announcers, all the fans are just like, these people are garbage to, oh my God, they're great for yeah. two seconds. is right, right, just, right. you know, crazy. Yeah. yeah. Every second counts. I know. Precision sport. Bobsled. Bob. And we're, weren't in real that's, life, they finished. That could be a song from the 31st musical. out Every of second 41. Every second counts in bobsled. Yeah. And there's a character named Bob. Yeah. Bob. So what was your question? <laughs> no, I said, I think in real life, they finished uh, 31 out of 41 teams. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. How about what's next? Bummers. Bummers. Um, bummers. I've got a simple one. It's during, I believe, the third training montage. Uh, not that there was three montages because bring it on i love them um but they're running and they're running right next to a frozen river yeah. and they are so close to the edge yeah and it's just and they're running on like packed snow yeah you, know, you have no idea if you're just gonna fall through yeah, totally. and you're gonna die and then you really will <laughs> embarrass you know it's also the a little of jamaica <laughs> A little late to be training at this point too, right? Right. <laughs> your, your event, like your competitive event is tomorrow. Also, endurance training really isn't what you need. It's, yeah. you're, you're running yeah. 10 meters. 10 maybe. seconds, yeah. yeah. Well, and you also actually, run on that really wobbly bridge in the snow. No. Which is not a good idea. That either. actually leads me into my bummer, which is a little bit that I, I suspect that Doris is overtraining for his sprint. <laughs> Like they show him <laughs> running like 10 miles oh, in yeah. Jamaica. And I'm like, it's the hundred yard dash. Um, and just, I know we talked about it, but the biggest bummer, I mean, this movie starts on such a bummer, which is these athletes have been training for more than four years to come to this point. And Phil, you just said it of like, the, I mean, it used, to, I think that's why the dirt on his face stuck with me as a kid so much, because it was like, what it's over and it wasn't his fault at all mm -hmm. and like you could just trip yeah. like somebody in another lane could trip you and you don't even get a second chance which is you know to, at some point that is how it works like if that's the gold medal race that's what it is um it's just such a bummer like right. what a life de devastation and then the guy's saying like you know you can do it again in four years it's like probably not <laughs> you've got like windows or also just suggest maybe a different track event Right. Right. That's true. More likely than boxing. Right. Yeah. Um, my bummer is that there was this just calm lady taking her goats for a walk. Oh, yeah. And then they <laughs> almost <laughs> murdered her yeah. and her goats. And, her goats. and, her and she, was, she was just living her best life, yeah. taking her goats <laughs> for a walk, as you do. 
and on leashes. And then this crazy bobsled thing comes out of nowhere and almost murders her. So she's, she's like, she's my Hummer plus, but I'm just like, she's to love lovely. She's having a great day. And it bummed me out that they almost murdered her. Um, while she was just uh, her life. I love it. Do you think, uh, she is the mother as she's goat lady of goat boy, Jim Brewer, um, <laughs> to bring be. it to her before she could the podcast be. conversation. Could be, she oh could God. be. We don't know. We Jim don't know. Brewer was born in that hill. Um, so Hummers, um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make my Hummer John Candy, even though I want to forever. Um, and I love him so much in this movie. But it is a scene that he's in, and it's it's right after that river running out that frozen river and the bridge is when he's on the one side of the bridge making all the snowballs that he's going to pelt them with. And then all of a sudden they, these, you can almost see the actors excited to do this, but they're just like, they jump and throw it. Like they've, they've planned the same thing and he just gets pelted and just like at very close range. Yeah. Yeah. That's the bummer of that. Yeah. That would be really hard. Um, but I just like, I just think that like, that's part of the best of this movie is like this, like these team coming together and they are having fun together in Canada. Um, and I just like love John Candy as this like fatherly coach, which even though the character is like, it's terrible. I mean, you know, this man is cheated. Like he's just yeah. this expat with this terrible bar in Kingston. Um, but yeah, you just like love him. I want him to be my coach. So Yeah. <laughs> My Hummer is going to be, um, you know, at the beginning, especially we got to meet some like just really adorable children in this town. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. They're so cute. And like, speaking of cartoons, I mean, one of them, when they crash the push cart and like the little kid on the front, like bless his heart, just shakes his head, like a little cartoon character. And like basically a Tweety bird flies out, you know, I'm like, no, <laughs> I know Disney. You such and such. He's like, I'm like, I'm just so glad we just have a little concussion. But, but anyway, just yeah, I was like, more of those cute kids. Bring them back. Uh, my Hummer will be from a lot of nostalgia, having served in sort of a Caribbean country. I mean, yeah, granted, on the mainland in Belize, and then also having been to. To Jamaica a couple times and to Kingston, um, just a lot of like the flashes of Red Stripe, or they were drinking yeah. Ting, which is like yeah, I love Ting. The, oh, Ting is amazing. It's um, like what Fresca wants to be. But I isn't. know. Uh, yeah, and um, just reminded me of like the old school like Red Stripe ad campaigns with like sort of the the diplomat guy of would have like a six pack and was like, this is my six uh, point piece proposal and stuff like that. And <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And even though you called it horrible, like dive Caribbean bars are one of my favorite things. Yeah. Um, they'll have like a random pool table and yeah, it's, I, I love them. Um, yeah. And so just all of that brought, you know, memories back and, and also like little kids as well. Like they are, adorably cute um but yeah i just it it brought memories back and i loved it yeah no i i want to clarify that it's not the diviness of the bar it was more of the expat run by an expat no i i I get that yeah (laughs) was always whoa yeah it's always uh, those were the weirdest bars is like x yeah i definitely didn't totally with those all right 
talk about our outfits. Oh, outfits. yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, Katie, you're, yeah. uh, I'll talk about your outfit. It looks like you got a freebie shirt at uh, like the law office of Webster, Webster and Cohen. Um, <laughs> like they made an abundance of these shirts and then just gave them away. So everybody's wearing them all over and it says, um, Webster, Webster and Cohen on the back. It says like, where your dreams go to die. Um, so it's like a really inspiring shirt. Yeah. I really like it. Um, and then it's a little awkward, but Katie's wearing that same hat that John Candy was wearing. Yep. Um, <laughs> Katie. <laughs> I immediately knew it was the wrong decision when we started. <laughs> I, I noticed I you were wearing it the whole time. I take it off sneakily and then thought you guys would know. So I've just rocked it. You just rocked oh, it. What can I say? <laughs> but I did also want to comment on your windbreaker pants. Oh, yeah. They have oh. been very noisy this yeah. entire week. Yeah. yeah. So you've, Phil, you've can you really edit that the, out? Yeah, I, I will try. I will, yeah. I will try. It's very distracting. <laughs> um, yeah. Phil, um, I like your outfit that seems very warm, which is just uh, you zipped up in your own duffel bag, much like <laughs> Sanka ended up doing after the airport, which is quite, quite clever. Um, and then you have that hat, that wonderful, like, you know, Broadway's back hat uh that has a picture of the the character of this this movie the yule brenner um character uh you know standing with his hands on his hips and it says uh the kingston and i, I really like it. <laughs> um Brother. obviously yes 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 bridget you yes. went in a slightly different direction um As you and do. You know, as you do, and you went sort of the roots of the actors of this movie uh, to sort of Brooklyn theme. Yeah. Um, so you're wearing a Beastie Boys shirt um, from their Paul's Boutique record, Eggman, and it has some of the lyrics. Um, and it goes, I looked out the window, seen his bald head, ran to the fridge and pulled out an egg. And then you turn around to the back <laughs> and it has Yul Brenner going, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then it of course has him wearing uh, Sanka Coffee's Lucky Egg, of course. Oh, uh, yes. Which and I heard you talk about that. Is that, that a real egg? egg? No, they were like... Yeah, rubber. Well, the set was, yeah. And well, that, yeah, uh, but was it supposed to be supposed a real, to egg? Be real I, egg? I think. Or not a hard-boiled egg. I assumed hard-boiled egg. Oh, maybe. Do you think he was carrying, like, just a... But a hard-boiled egg his, would be rough, too, to keep on carrying, like, forever. test of, like, being a good driver is not I breaking a real like egg. a test of finesse. Remember Mighty Ducks where they do that with, like, the hockey? They pass an egg back yeah. and forth. Um, yeah yeah we're on full house where they had to like keep an egg safe and they had to figure out how to like, oh, drop, sure. drop it from their balcony oh yes that's right or something like that anyway yeah yeah <laughs> you uh, know what the secret was putting it in an oreo basket i'm pretty uh, sure that's what it was <laughs> we had to do that with like mailing a pringle chip or something like that mailing a pringle chip yeah wow, and it had to not break that's like impossible a pringle is already bent so I know that was the challenge. Where did you have to mail it? Uh, I think just from like your house to the school or something like that. Oh, and not only that, but like the USPS, they can I mean, yeah. dupe you. 
Good luck doing that before graduation. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Katie, coming in hot. (laughs) Yikes, I guess. Still haven't gotten my free COVID test in the mail. They just seem really understaffed. (laughs) They signed up on the first day, so. Oh, yeah. You're listening Um, out there. Get him, Jimmy. Yeah. Um, So I guess it's, uh, is it for real? time it's right that time yes that time. Um, it's that time and i i picked the film um uh, and i don't know i actually i'm just gonna go with what i think and i don't know i have no sense of whether or not you guys are gonna agree with me <laughs> um i will say that i think this is a very different question of um does does it hold up um and i i hope we talked enough about the ways in which it doesn't uh where i think Bridget, you talked in the beginning about it being like a mainly if not all like white production uh, and director and like probably crew and stuff and writer um, and that the actors themselves are not you know living in Jamaica or they're not Jamaican even though some of them like are from the Caribbean or like Jamaican descent um, so those things are problematic and troublesome uh, but uh, I think I think for me this movie is for real like as a uh we cospo like it is just like it's a winter sports movie it had as much olympic i mean partly because because we watched it because it's the winter olympics it had a lot of the winter olympics in it i really like calgary i really love john candy and i think like he just somehow makes this like character just glow and like even though it doesn't stick to like what really happened i know it's a total fabrication um i love like the coach and like the people's relationship i was reading that like what was it it was supposed to be like Denzel Washington, Cuba Gooden, Gooding Jr., Marlon Wayans, and Wesley Snipes. Like, Whoa. And, yeah. and they all like said like, no, like, I think there's just like too little funding. Um, and I can imagine that movie. Um, but I, I don't know. I really liked Dougie Doug. Like I liked the guys in this too. Um, and I kind of like that it didn't have a romance. Like I understand that that was probably became problematic with like, what is at stake here? But I like that it just f- focused on like the sport and like, being somewhere new and and that that Caribbean nostalgia was like there for me too and then also the winter sports nostalgia so anyway I just like enjoyed watching it um and it was fun so yeah I'm gonna say it's for real I think Jeffrey Wright also was like oh interesting yeah I could see that too Philip gonna be the tiebreaker I just like that joke. I, I like it every time. <laughs> I was going to make it again, but I, I, I was going to hold off. I, st- I stole it from you. No, it's yeah. I can uh, go next. Go yeah. I, yeah, I, I get, uh, I don't think this movie is my favorite movie. I don't mm-hmm. think I put it up in my like top billing, but I think, you know, and I agree with everything Katie said. So I'll just say it's for real. I, I said it last night. My couch mate asked me if I thought that. And I was like, yeah, I think so. But I might put it in the quadrant of like, don't really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, but to- I like, I like the, I like the winter Olympics a lot. And I like watching, I'm just fascinated by most every single winter yeah. Olympic sport and how it works. And like, I'm fascinated by bobsledding, even though I'm not really sure again, why it's a sport, but that's part of the fascination. So I think that part of it is really interesting. And obviously I think the real story of it is super interesting, which inspired me to like relook up stuff about that mm-hmm. and actually learn about the real people that did that, which was cool. So yeah, I'll, I'll give it a for real. Uh, Philip, I'll I... be the tiebreaker. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't make any sense. 
<laughs> it does not. It just becomes I'm more and more absurd. I'm changing my dumber to what Bridget <laughs> just said. Um, yeah, I mean, I love sports movies. This definitely isn't one of my favorites. Um, but I mean, in winter Olympic sports movies, there's not a whole lot to choose from. Um, but it still hits a lot of the bases of montages and a team coming together. And yeah, John Candy's great. Like I said, a lot of that nostalgia to Jamaica and the Caribbean, which I forgot to mention, tasty cakes, which are delicious oh, little like yeah. meat pie things. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, it's to make a long story short, uh, it's for real as well. It's it's a fun little watch. Nothing great, but worth watching. Would we it's for real? This, would we say this movie got the gold medal? <laughs> oh, it medaled. I mean, thirty first out of forty one. <laughs> and I also really do like watching bobsledding. I, I find it. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, fascinating. I um. I forgot to mention, and I hope this is correct, but it's like the Federation, like the Jamaican Federation of Bobsledding, like whoever's kind of in charge of that, I think, um, gave kudos to this movie just for like the attention it brought to the sport, like, and said that it had, I think it subsequently had helped them really fundraise. Like it was just like mm, so many people yeah. were like eyes okay. on the Jamaican bobsled team. Well, that's so that's kind of nice. That's yeah. Nice. All right. Here's my swung. Ooh. that song that's nice. really good i think that, um, jimmy it was cliffs in, created for this movie right that and then like jimmy cliffs like i can see clearly now the rain is gone i think was written for this movie or it was oh, the first really? time yeah it, like it it was it was a song listed from this movie that made like the top 40 or something can i say something wild. that's probably very controversial mm-hmm. yes please i hate that song no, I get it. I used to really love it as a kid. Yeah. Like, I loved it as a kid. And yeah. now I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like whenever I hear it, I just get so irritated. That cover or that uh, song in general? Uh, I can see clearly now. Is there a cover? Wait, is isn't, it, oh, wait. This, isn't it a oh, cover? Oh, no, Jeff, I, Jeff, this and Wild Wildlife is a Talking Heads cover, which does make sense because I thought it was a Talking Heads song. But yeah, okay. But anyway, to to I can see clearly now. I was thinking that that was a cover. It's not. I I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I thought it was Jimmy. You mean not a Jimmy Cliff original? That's a right. song by Jimmy Cliff. Um, artist Jimmy Cliff. Album Pool Runnings. Hmm. Johnny Nash. Oh no, Johnny Nash. Sorry, Johnny Nash saying I can see clearly now. Then I don't like this remake. okay oh maybe that's the deal maybe the yeah it's oh johnny nash passed away in 2020 yeah Mm. i think it's the remake that i don't like oh and i definitely don't want to hear this josh groban version oh man yes okay i can see clearly now is a song written and originally recorded by american singer johnny nash 1971 i do love a lot of like ska covers of old songs so i'll send you some better ones of like some prince buster and um yeah yeah dandy living i think this is more i feel like that is definitely more of a reggae cover like that i can see clearly right and wild 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 wildlife 
yeah, sorry. I was just gonna say it is a Talking Heads 1986 song. Right. Talking, talking Heads are pretty rad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and John Goodman is in the video. Now I need oh. to go watch this video. <laughs> Before he was famous on Roseanne. Oh, nice. The more you know. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Well, Katie, thanks for suggesting this movie and intro in thanks, it. Thanks to uh, our yes, intro. <laughs> Katie L. I just forgot Katie what thanked at the end of our podcast. Hey, what's everybody's? You have you have to say it quick. What's your favorite winter Olympic sport? Skiing. Like downhill skiing, uh, figure downhill, skating, yeah. downhill skiing. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Square. Or it's downhill anything. I mean, I just yeah. I find them all fascinating. Figure but, yeah. dancing, actually, I think that's my favorite sport. Uh, well, that's more dancing dancing. than skating. But I really, ski dancing. Yeah, just ski look dancing. at videos of ski, ski dancing. dancing. Uh, that ski was dancing in one year. Yeah, I know. Actually, I really, my second, I'm just gonna because I'm breaking the rules. Yeah. Slalom, I think slalom is like really up yeah. there. It's incredible. I really, Bridget, I remember watching the Winter Olympics do, I think it was like eight years ago now. And like um <gasps> Lindsay Jacobellis, I think that's how you say her name. She's like yeah. snowboard cross and she's been at it since oh, like wow. 2006. And so she qualified again. And I'm like, that's the race I really want to watch is the snowboard cross. So okay. Yeah. Happy Olympics, everybody. Happy Olympics. Happy Olympics. Enjoy. Yeah. All right. Till next time. See ya. Toodaloo.